listen, laugh, and learn. Welcome to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to another live edition of the Don Miller Show. It's What Are We Doing Friday? Not a freestyle Friday. It's What Are We Doing Friday? I know you've gone all day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I know you've seen some What Are We Doing moments, man. We want you to give us a call. 321-339-1055 is the number to dial. What the hell are we doing in this bitch? Okay, that's a different translation. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? Right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, go ahead. Listen, if you have not done it already, go ahead and download the Florida Man Radio app so you can take us with you wherever you are in the country because we want you to hear us. But more than that, we want you to join in in the lively art of conversation. We love it when you guys call us. We love it when you drop us an open mic. Sometimes it might even change the direction of the conversation because we value your engagement. So when you download that app, you can see a little button that says open mic. You can leave us a 30-second open mic again for all my long-winded cousins out there. Like it is a right hard now. 30 seconds. It's going to cut you off. You're being long-winded <laughs> right now. Okay. <laughs> Hit that 30-second open mic. Boop, boop. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, hey, hey, hey. She ought to call people long-winded. She just read the whole dictionary. <laughs> but she actually did it very, very clear and very good. I, I, I kind of appreciate it. I appreciate it. you, Holly. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. Page. Rosie, listen, guys, we got a guest comment calling in. You remember yes. her before. Uh, she's going to be joining I us shortly. Wait. But I got to ask Holly, since he's a correspondent on that end of the country, what the hell wrong with Fanny Willis, dog? <laughs> Holly, what's hey, wrong with Fanny hey, Willis, dude? I, I can't. You know, I'm gonna tell you this right here, man. I I I, I can't be mad at her. Okay. She took advantage of her position, and that's what people in those type of positions do. Mm-hmm. They take advantage of their position. Now, it was a stupid d- decision. It was stupid. I mean, she could have done it differently. But this is what this is what when but, people but get in power, they do stuff like this. Listen to me. But why it's always <laughs> got to be ignorant with us? Now, let me give an example. I agree with you. That's what they do. But she could have got a lawyer that at least has done a trial. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? That's I'm, yeah. I'm saying get a criminal lawyer. Get a Timmy McLean. You know what I mean? Get somebody who go to court and do trials, especially when you're going after Donald J. Trump. Well, see, uh, this is what it, now... To her defense, the wood was good. The evidently. wood was what? The wood was good. Okay, okay, okay. The wood she got good. caught up. She got caught up in the wood. And <laughs> somewhere along in there, she already knows that it's not going to win. She's, that it's not going to really happen. Mm-hmm. But it, but what happens with our, our our lawyers that we put in those positions to to be, you know, recognized, they become speakers for black people. <laughs> Huh? They become they become the uh what's, what you know my boy what's my boy name what you the, mean? The, the, the Lord the, the, the representative Lord, the, 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 but then Crump, but I without Crump, Crump. Yeah, he these Crump. people get in these because positions he, he become activists on behalf now he's an activist for yeah, us. now he's an activist yeah. I mean it's 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 a trend I mean if you look at the trend it's always been that way so 
He'll be able to write books. He'll be able to go. But he's going to be able to take his ass to jail. If these <laughs> allegations are true, that she'd have hit him off with six hundred thousand dollars. Okay? Hey, that's going to be a slap on the wrist because what they're going to do is put him in position mm -hmm. to be the spokesman who they know is incompetent. <laughs> and they'll have it. Come on, man. This is we've seen this too many times. So we've seen so it too many but, times. But think about it. this is what bothers me. Okay, that happens. That that's called political corruption, guys. That happens. It happens everywhere. It happens in every race. It happens in every party. Political corruption. Okay, mm -hmm. but Stedman, you got that clip. But this is what bothers me, right? When you get caught, you know, here on the Don Miller Show, uh, we have embraced taking the L. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take the L, right, Ollie? Yeah, take yeah. the L, man. You got me. <laughs> take the L, right? Live yeah. to fight another day by taking the L. So Fannie Willis goes to the bishop to church on Sunday and listen, uh, to, li listen to this. All the glory I receive is his grace. Mm. Not a perfect me. We are at a time in history, people. Hear me on this. We are at a time in history when you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop. stop. Holly, oh, God. <laughs> she took her black ass right to the church. Hey, listen. Bruh. Bruh, you know that's what we always do, though. That is exactly what we are. That's that's, oh, that's what we do. Man, this lady who was jump who was a jump off, having wow. intercourse with somebody's husband, gets caught after throwing him a bone. If you hadn't ran up on these, if you hadn't, she hadn't have done this this way. She probably never got caught. But let me explain to you. So in the divorce, the wife is like, this hoe was messing with my husband. Right. Ma'am, mm. listen, anybody who has that kind of baggage in your circumstance, don't mm. play with these people at the high level. <laughs> you hear me Not no that? black woman. Not no black woman. <laughs> let me tell you Dude, something. Why about she a, go to church talking about I'm a black a, woman? You a, a angry black. Let me tell you about that. You an a whole baby. Black you woman. messing with somebody's. What? Let, yeah. No, she's yeah, not a hoe. You're right. I'm sorry, but she's wayward as hell. Yeah, my grandmama used to have a name for that. I, if Jimmy Crack Corn, if you listen and call it, tell us what that name is. Okay. Grandmama used to tell us the they called. It was a different kind of name, but a trout or a tout or uh, <laughs> something like that. But I have to. We have yeah, to get a different wayward. definition. She wayward as hell. So, but, but this is what I want to <laughs> ask though, Don. Why is it that every time when we go to a church, all of a sudden our whole vocabulary changes? Yeah, change. Yes, but you know what? But I fall. Martin Luther King for that. <laughs> I fought him for that because he was good at what he did. He was an oracle. He was very, he was very good at speaking. Mm -hmm. And he would get up there and you know who the way that he'd come to us. <laughs> he'd bring it to you to make you feel it in your bones. Why do these politicians go in there and get in the pulpit and then all of a sudden they Martin Luther the King? What I, I don't I don't understand but, but, that. But, uh, but y'all laughing. It's insulting. It's insulting. It's insulting. Oh, it's very to, much. Especially right. to as a black woman, it's really insulting. So you're, you tell But you gotta laugh to keep from crying. You gotta laugh to keep from crying. Y'all can laugh, you know? but I'm gonna say no. Don't do that, honey. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's done. It's on tape. You're not speaking on behalf of black women. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Oh, there we go now. There no, we go now. Like I said, I ain't, can't be in the group. 
I'm not. I, nope. Yeah, don't just don't categorize me like that. Mm-mm. Now she, basically, what she said, we all been hoes before. <laughs> right. Yeah, we all exactly. been hoes. Expecting me not to sleep with your husband is expecting me to be perfect. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just ain't expecting me to. And who expecting me not to sleep with your husband is expecting me to be perfect. Are you serious right now? And you let and some pastor allowed her to stand in the pulpit to say that? Play that clip one more time because I don't think she said what I thought she said before. Oh, oh, yeah, that's exactly what she said. That's what she said. Play that clip. Hold on. Because y'all need to stop right now. Come on now. Okay, Black Girl Magic need to rise up and cut us off. Come on. No, No, ma'am. This is the same thing they always... Hear me on this. We are at a time in history when you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save okay, the stop world. it, stop it. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. All she had to do was say, and y'all know the wood was good. <laughs> I felt the wood. I touched the wood. Yes, he the wood it, he, was good. He bring it the wood. And and listen, okay? But take the L, Fannie Willis. Take the L and stop embarrassing black folk. Everybody... In that Don't church, stand in the pulpit everybody that in that now. church yeah. should have got up and walked out. Don't do that. No, no, again. Why did the pastor let her come speak? <laughs> exactly. Come get up in the pulpit. Don't say that. If nothing else, let her stand down in front. Let her stand in front like you do <laughs> the announcements. Floor. Yeah, like you do the announcements. Don't no. put her up there in that pr- prestigious spot yeah. and let her because that <laughs> makes you think it's real. It's true. Just throwing it's, it's, up on the people. It, it, yeah. What? Yeah, that's exactly what that was. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's on the. I, I hate to say it, but it's on. It's on the TV right this minute. <laughs> and, as they showing us speaking in, for, in the church right but now, again, I, I just make it worse. Who are these people, right, Holly, who don't have Don Millers in their life? You know what I mean? Because I would have been like, if you take your black ass up there in that pulpit, it ain't going to go well across the country. Yeah. yeah you take yeah. the L. You go and say, I made a mistake. I fell in love. Put it on him. I met a man I fell in love with. Him. You know how many times I've written this script? I met a man I fell in <laughs> love with him. And I'm sorry no, for I what rather, I... No, 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 no. Listen. Okay, I'm listening. Me, I'm listening. Because there are a lot of women who done met somebody's husband and fell in love with them. Yeah. The Lord, because you know the Lord bring you people. No, here it is. And they will tell that lie in a minute. Say, I asked the Lord for years to bring somebody to me. And he he and just he happened to be with somebody else at the time. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 uh, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this happened. The Lord didn't Yo. send him. It was Satan. Okay, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. That was Satan. Go ahead. No, that, it, that's, it's a different thing to fall in love. That, that this is not what we're looking at. We're looking at arrogance. You messed up and you slept with somebody's husband, but then you said you're gonna bring him to work with you. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Th- that's something different. You know why she did it, though? Because she needed to know where he was all the time. (laughs) That's why she wanted him to come work with her because she know how he got her or she got him. It could be done the same way because that's the first thing. That's the first thing when you when you in that type of position as a I I don't want to call her a hoe. But uh, whatever she's we a wayward decide. woman. She's sure a wayward. wayward. As a wayward woman, a wayward you know woman. there are other wayward women <laughs> out there, a- and you want to keep tabs on your on your extra wood. So that, that that's that's where that came from. And, and she got greedy. She got caught up in the dangling. Wait, that, let me just say something. That was. Because if you look, go to the website WWOA. 
uh, Wayward Women of America. Oh my they God. have an organization <laughs> with people like this who run, up on, who run up on people's husband. Okay, mm. uh, listen. I think we've been joined by our guest. Come on, Demika, bring the guest on. Look, we we had a conversation yesterday uh, that is playing into today's conversation. We just want to get out of the gate. We can come back, Holly. We really got to come back. Okay. To, to Fannie Willis, right uh, before the show is over. I want to run to this conversation. Yesterday, we talked about an incident. At a at a private school in Orlando, Florida, where the pastor, uh, uh, Terrence Gray, spanked a number of young Six, children. Sixteen kids. Uh, I don't care what they say; it was unauthorized. You put your hands on somebody else's child without getting permission, or it's unauthorized. He had no business doing that. So fast forward, we spit our conversations oftentimes into what the b- broader picture is. Right. And today we're going to take a moment and go into what the broader picture and what I see coming out of that situation and uh, what D'Amica sees and uh, and what Holly sees. That is much bigger, I think, right. than the pastor spanking the children. There were several breakdowns in the system in that entire, there was a problem with the police. There was a problem for surely with the state attorney. And there was a problem with how we accept guidelines that aren't laid out and put in, put in our hands on paper, right? Absolutely. So if you take your child to a school or leave them at the Boy Scout, you need to have some paper that says this is this. This is this is what we do over here, right? right. And and I we guess, whoop ass. Yeah, right, right. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. and let that parent know that in advance and and agree to those terms. Right. So let's run to this conversation. So. So we have Kira Davis join our friend Kira Davis. She is joining us today, and I asked her to light skin Kira Davis. Light skin. Ain't but one Kira Davis. That's the light skin Kira Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, you're so terrible. But Don, Don, I, I, she had also an incident in her community as it relates to um, the school board and the kids and parents as well. Different story. However, the overall arching uh, theme, in my opinion, um, is that we're seeing systems, in my opinion, that are just completely anti-family. We're seeing policies that are put in place uh, or, or, or actually policies that are not put in place, but they're just kind of shifting parents out of their guidance, out of parental care, just of their kids. They're trying to take our kids, guys, and I really wanted us to have a different perspective about what we're seeing locally because a lot of times we'll see one thing, but we don't make the connection. And I wanted Kira to come on you, and really been, talk you've about You've been long-winded. That. You're being long-winded. We told you about that. Okay. So Kira Davis, Kira Davis is the host of Just Listen to Yourself podcast. Just Listen to Yourself podcast. You can find it on Apple and Spotify. Uh, That's why but, your glasses broke. Booked, I know. But, but Kira... <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest. We have a guest, guys. We she, have guest. she family now. Oh, no, yeah. So Kara Davis, Davis has an amazing <laughs> podcast. She's a parent. Uh, she's a wife. She has an amazing podcast. Just listen to yourself. You can find it on Spotify and Apple. Hey, Kara, what's up? Oh, hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy everybody. New Year, girl. Kara Davis. Sorry oh, to disappoint you. Go ahead. Oh, gosh. Kara, tell oh, us. Gosh. Tell us now. So... With everybody oh. here, they've heard the show yesterday. Tell us what happened in your in your neck of the woods. Oh, uh, the Satan, the Satanic Temple of America is opening a Satan Club. It's an after school program at our local elementary school. The Satan mm. Club. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. Wait, Satan, Satan so, as in devil, the, as in devil, right? 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. She I just want to clarify so everybody will be understanding because I would hope that would mean something else, but I know it doesn't, but I want everybody to be clear. Okay, go ahead, Kira. No, it means, it means exactly what it says. And if you go to their site, it's the Satanic Temple. I mean, it's splashed all over it, and they talk about how their goal is to push Christians out of the public square by using the First Amendment as a poison pill. Absolutely. And they claim that the after-school program is it's about logic it's about reason we don't believe in teaching kids about hellfire or everlasting damnation we teach them critical thinking so they're trying to pitch it as like a critical thinking club or something anyway the devil is an um, option kind of thing <laughs> yes yeah okay go but ahead. we know the devil is a liar <laughs> he is and a liar so uh -huh. we went so obviously Permission slips went home this week, and that's when that's the first the parents knew that these people were in our district and setting up a club. So we showed up at the school board meeting, and the Satanists were there and <laughs> spoke a little bit, and parents got up even. You know, it, it really wasn't political. I live in, you know, fairly family-friendly area. It really wasn't political. Democrats, Republicans, liberals, conservatives, kind of everybody was like, yeah, we don't. We don't know these people. We don't really feel comfortable with them. But um, so that's where the pedophilia starts. My comments to the school board were this. I'll tell you this and then ask you a question. Mm -hmm. When I went up there, because they limit your time now at these school board meetings, you get one minute to talk. So you better know what you're going to say. Mm. So I said, look, I'm going to say the thing that no one else in this room can say because I'm the only black person standing in this room. Damn. 80% of black people identify as Christian. Two-thirds of Hispanics, which is, I live in a heavily Hispanic area in California, two-thirds of Hispanics uh, are Catholic, consider themselves Catholic. In short, we ain't about this, so you need to fix it. If you guys are so like committed that. to diversity, equity, and inclusion, please include my point of view. Wow. Mm. Hey, Kira, out of that, out in that same meeting, you said there was a, a, a young girl who expressed concerns because of something that's happening, her, happening to her as well. Cyber. But can you talk a little bit about that and the concern yeah. that parents had? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is another thing we didn't know. We, we thought that we were there for the Satanists. And there was this whole other thing that was going on in our local middle school that no one knew about. Before I tell you this story, I want to preface it with this. In October, we had a huge battle at our school board over a parental notification bill, right? Right. Something that the board could pass that would assure parents that we're going to get notified if our kids are having issues at school, particularly when it um, relates to gender issues. That got shot down. Antifa came out. It was it was brutal. It was a terrible meeting. It, it was it was <clears throat> chaotic. The sheriff was there. Wow. Big deal. <clears throat> we got lectured how we don't need this parental notification bill. That that is just uh, a political act by parents who hate gay kids or something, but we don't need it because that's just school policy, period. Well, at the school board meeting the other night, little 13-year-old girl goes up to the mic and tells a story about how somebody took pictures of her changing in the restroom and spread it all over school. She started getting cyber bullied. She started being, um, they were photoshopping the photos, and boys were sharing it with sexually explicit Text 
about what she what she would do sexually to other people. She says my my DMs are asking me to perform sexual acts on them. Here's the thing. The staff knew the principal, the vice principal. They did not tell her parents. She had to tell her parents or the teachers. So the teachers didn't know she's being harassed by these boys. She's having to go to class with them, partner up with them in chemistry, go to PE. She says at the end of her statement, she says, I had to tell my PE teacher the other day what was happening to me. He didn't know because I didn't want to change into my PE clothes because I was scared that there would be boys in there taking pictures. Now, you may say, why would she be scared of there being boys in her bathroom taking pictures? Well, we live in California, and we have a law that says any kid who identifies as the opposite gender can use facilities. They don't need a doctor's note. They don't need a psychological exam. They need nothing. They just can say, I'm transgender, and go into that bathroom. And Kira, so this we- girl now is exposed. Damn. And Kira, it, when I heard this story, it, it took me back, Holly, it took me back to what's happening here in Orlando. I just do not believe that the community should be okay with the school system, school administrators, school people who claim they identify as a school administrator doing whatever they want to do to our kids and not letting parents know what's going on with our kids. This, to me, in my opinion, Don, is the overarching thing that we're seeing and we just can't afford to avoid it well again and if, if, listen problem in america is public schools for sure that's mm. a bottom line problem in america and it is especially a problem for black and brown people right mm. if you understand the data just public schools i'll take chicago for example uh chicago uh historically has covered around 3 million people, just under 3 million as we speak. The school system was, could, for years, 88-12. 88% non-white, 12% white. And that is a major school system. If you look at Philadelphia and you look at many of these public school systems and look at who the audience is, it behooves people who are trying. There's an infiltration mechanism going on right now. They want to take parents' powers away. Exactly. Okay, Kara, did you thing. agree with that? Yeah, and I just want to point out, I just wrote a report on uh-huh. Chicago public schools, by the way, and uh-huh. I want to point out you're absolutely right about that disparity, but it's even worse now. Okay. Because all the white people are getting their kids. This is actually <laughs> something around 92%. Okay, I know. Historically, it's been 88, so I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, so you're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right. And... Get this, last year, for some reason, uh, thank God, the state of Illinois decided to do an audit on the Chicago public school system. Absolutely. And they discovered 700 incidents of teachers sexually abusing or grooming students. Absolutely. 700 700. in one Mm -hmm. year. Yep. And if you read the report, it's not like, oh, this teacher said something inappropriate. No, no. Some of them are actual rape. Mm -hmm. So, and these things never want reported. You're absolutely right. And that's what I was trying, the point I was trying to make at my school board meeting. I'm sick of getting lectured about diversity, equity, and inclusion. (laughs) But you know nothing about my community. You know nothing about me. There is not a black mother anywhere that I know who wants 
Satan near their kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's not a black mother anywhere that I know that wants to know there's a boy in the bathroom with her girl. I have a 16-year-old girl in public school. Do you know what? She does not use the bathroom all day here in California. Mm. She holds it. She's afraid to go to the bathroom. So it's, it's, That's it's, where we're at. That, and the question is, how did uh, we know how we got here? We got here through significant infiltration. We got here through a lot of conversation coming from a certain segment of the society. Uh, this initiative has been being pushed for since 2008 or nine uh, to get us here. I'm just concerned uh, that it is getting legs as opposed to slowing down. I, you know, I was hoping, but they've been talking about these Satan clubs for a minute. And if you go look around the country, Kira, Demika, Holly, a lot mm-hmm. of schools have them. Yeah, yeah. You know, that they got LGBT clubs for middle schoolers now. And I just, look, I get it. You know, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't get that, Don. But, I don't get it. But, but Don, and in my opinion, we keep going further down the road because we have too many people that – when we have an opportunity to change leadership, we don't do it. Kira, just talk to because I, I know we got to run the break. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. When we let's run the break. Kira, stay with us, please, please. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, I will. But you have to be nice to me when you come back. Can I just say something, boy? Look, if you ain't got a light skinned friend, get one. You'll know how to handle them. We'll be right back. <laughs> Back to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Don Miller Show where we listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Florida Man Radio Network. Listen, give us a call. 321-339-1055 is the number to dial. Or you can head over to the Florida Man Radio app and leave us a 30-second open mic and join in today in our lively art of conversation. We have our guest, our new family member, Kira Davis, is joining us today. Kira, before you get out of here... I, you were, we were just talking about um, we were talking about how we get down. How did we get here? Things are getting worse. And, and in my opinion, when we have opportunities um, to change leadership, when we see what leadership is doing, we don't take advantage of that. And in your in your um, when you shared this story, you talked about uh, in, even in your local area, there was an opportunity to switch leadership in the uh um, education board, but they didn't do it. Kind of talk a little bit about that and the pushback that you got from people um, when there was an opportunity to switch gears. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I ran for our school board last year and we had an opportunity to flip that board. I live in a fairly conservative area of California, Southern California, um, but our board is not. And so we, it's not pro parents. Um, and uh, so pro family, had op- right? No, <laughs> so obviously the state, Satan's there. So, but we we had the opportunity to flip that board, and parents were really upset, particularly because of what we went through here in California with COVID. So it was a great opportunity. People were upset, and we had the opportunity. But when I went door to door, a lot of people were like, "Well, I just don't want to cause trouble." Or <laughs> the other thing I got was. Um, well, my kids graduated. I don't, I'm not in public school anymore, so I don't vote for school board. It doesn't matter if you have a kid in school, you you can vote for school board. Not only that, if you live in an area where there's a school and everyone does, (laughs) you should want your school board 
to be something that makes the neighborhood better because it's going to affect your property taxes. It's going to affect your quality of life. It's going to affect what businesses come there, come into your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So (sighs) we have to be able to, we have to be able to change leadership. You know what I mean? Because it's these people that are making the decisions for our kids, but a lot of people just got lackadaisical. So I had 10,000 votes out there to get for my particular district. I had 10,000 votes to get, and 3,000 people voted. Wow. I knocked on 40,000 doors alone, and every person I talked to was like, yeah, we don't want this. We don't want this. But when push came to shove, those people didn't show up at the polls. So we're not voting. We're leaving it to other people to do the work. And we're not paying attention to what's going on in the schools because traditionally we've trusted the schools. But I think this discussion today proves that even what you guys were talking about before I got on this this call, it proves that you have to know what your school is doing. You have to be involved. And we've just we've just trusted the public school system so much. We're now in a position where it's easy for them to keep us in the dark. And well, so people need to get curious. And if you can get out of the public school, you really should. And unfortunately for us, this the, the school we're talking about wasn't even a public school. But, it, but they, you know, it, again, you got to, even when you flee, you got to know where you're where fleeing. Where you're fleeing to. Right. <laughs> Let's be clear. Just, well, that's the thing. I mean, you got, but take that's, off that's running, I got nowhere point. to go. Uh-huh. That's, that's my whole point. Yeah. You can't leave it to other people. My, right. my parents, my in-laws owned a Christian school, ran a Christian school. Mm-hmm. They had corporal punishment in that school right. in Indiana, right. but you had to sign up for it. Right. You know, you and that, to, we talking about we talking about we talking about Gary and them. We talking about the hood. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's be clear. My mother-in-law said only one parent ever opted out of the corporal punishment. Absolutely. She came back three weeks later. And signed up. In. Whoop, whoop his ass. <laughs> okay. Right. Again, but you got to get it on paper. Right. And if it ain't on you paper, you have to. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Paper, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kira. Well, thank you, guys. It's been fun as always. Happy New Year. And listen, Go ahead. This, none of this is over. You guys, yeah. we have a chance to change things. That's a great thing about this country. Every election cycle is a new day. Yes, it so is. get out there yeah. and vote. Get out there and vote. Yeah, make uh, go ahead, make sure you let us keep us informed of what's going on because uh, we definitely want to keep abreast of what's happening there and, and make sure that we keep it out in front of people. Uh, Kira, just right, listen. Just listen to you podcast. Kira Davis, find her on Spotify, Apple, Go and she ahead. got a new book. Kira, tell her how to get your book. Yeah, and my book is Drawing Lines: Why Conservatives Must Battle Fiercely in the Arena of Ideas. Available wherever you find your books. Follow me on Twitter at Real Kira Davis, and my podcast. Just listen to yourself. Thank you guys so Thanks. much. Thanks. We'll talk God to you soon. Bye bye. All right. But but you you know what's interesting? Uh, well, she. Oh man. Listen, Kahali. I just sent you some, Holly. I just I'm looking at it, bro. Let, uh, let me just. Bro, <laughs> I, you know, boy, how easy, right? This is how where we're bro. going with this. I want everybody to listen. All of you idiots that don't understand that we are under attack. Mm. Anybody that ain't accepting that ride to hell <laughs> is <laughs> under attack, man. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. Yeah. You can believe what? what you believe, right? I'm not telling yeah. you what to believe. Right. That's fine. You can worship the way you worship. Right. But if you haven't engaged and okay with that ride to hell, 
We can't let you lead, okay? Right. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Listen to me, man. We cannot That's let you so lead. Good. Huh? That's so good. Come on, man. Holly, yes. tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, 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 this is the one thing that I do like about mm. I, that I do like about these clubs mm-hmm. is that we can profile these stupid. We can, we can, we can. Uh, can uh, they're in the classroom uh, now. We can take pictures. We know who they are. Mm. I want them to go buy the apparel so that I can recognize them in public. That I can say, look, okay, that's one of them, and I can walk, I can, I can profile them like the police profile right. black folks. Because I will profile if I see you with that that on, I'm following you, yeah. I'm watching you, I'm watching you, and if the first time you take out a match or anything, I'm lighting you up. I'm like, I'm like, oh, we finna burn it down. Let's get it. But, but, he might be getting ready to smoke a cigarette. I wouldn't care. I never. But, 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 but the Satanist Club, Holly, they got gear. They, if you go to their website, they got. That's coffee. what I'm saying. If they're gonna be they wearing these coffee mugs and shirts and hats and hats and everything. If you, and, it's, and what I'm, what I'm saying, uh, it said hell, hell, Satan mm. or something like. I'm like. Oh, yeah, I, but I'm glad you got the shirt on because <laughs> I know it's, I know you now. And right. and you can't never say, oh, I was just a T-shirt. No, <laughs> no, because I'm like this. That's I don't wear. Exactly. I don't wear. I don't wear people's stuff. Because I'm just. I've never been one of those kind of guys that wear people's stuff <laughs> like especially that. Especially the devil. <laughs> especially, I'm like, I'm not Man. wearing. I, I don't do that. Oh, I don't do that. But but like I say though, football team. What? Guess what they theme song? You know what they. <laughs> Ain't, Ain't no water. Play that song. Oh, actually, actually, I think that's what Ain't the other no team will play. Then. Okay, that's what the Not other ice. team will play. <laughs> yeah, the other team will play that. Yeah, yeah, okay, that will go yeah. over there. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but Holly, listen, not, man. How is this okay, man, guys? Man. How is this okay? But see, we becoming we becoming so re, so relaxed on just anything. Like I said, this is where the pedophilia is going to start. <laughs> because that's like she said that if a. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just saying, it's, this is where it's it's, it's becoming acceptable it's be the now. Feeding ground. It, yeah, so it's like, hey, look, you know, you go. But again, when they have these mass shootings at these schools and these kids are, they're going to be the kids from that club. We're going to know that they, it was like, hey, he was in the club while he trying to get in the club. But they're going to be in those clubs, and it's kind of funny, but it ain't funny yeah. because now you telling me you know this kid has warped sense of thought. And you're going to put them in a class with more people. That's just like the detention thing. I always say this about detention centers. You got kids that make mistakes, did little things wrong. And then you put them in with people that are going to be career criminals. Chronic, yeah. yeah. You, and you're, and now they're learning from the experts mm-hmm. how to be a real, this is where, this is, this is a, this, I'm so glad my kids grown, but I'm just scared of my grandkids. Oh my exactly. God. I, I never, what I are never they going to go through? But, but you know what's interesting this. though? I'm, I'm, I'm on the satanic uh, Temple website, and they have a college affiliate program. And from what it looks like, they got a lot of young people on campuses in the it, that follow this. I just think we should give them all a little badge now to wear that damn badge at all times. <laughs> if you don't wear a t-shirt, wear so your badge. we can properly identify. Oh, my, like, like the Jewish people? Like the, the, the Jewish people in, uh, yeah. Look, I get it. Yeah. Worship the way you want to worship, but uh, mm-hmm. middle, this should not be in a school. Yeah. This should, after school program, uh, the after it's called the After School Satan Club. It's an after school program that promotes self-directed education by supporting the intellectual creative interests of students. You know, Don, I, no, no offense to you, but I, I don't, I, I don't get it. 
Uh, I don't get I don't it a little bit. This. Hey, this I don't, no why don't they just have a school, a, 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 a club for criminals? Let's just have a club. Let's just do that too. Oh, I want to teach you how to, let's teach you how to be a thief and be a, a robber, how to sell dope. Let's teach you how uh, let you wow. worship. I mean, come on, where, where does it end or how do you separate it? Well, I know you, I can you, you would think that you would think that anything, anything that creates a hostile environment in a, in in an yeah. ed, educational I, 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 environment, you this would, ain't got to be mad and mean all the time. But you think, well, what's they, what what they worshiping in? We just they maybe, mad they, at they, me. Maybe you know, Satanism is a self worshiping religion. <laughs> they maybe, worship themselves. Okay, but maybe you know why we got to put Satanist with me? Just because your ex girlfriend was like Satan, you know what I mean? Don't mean that means everybody's mean. Okay, I think what? I think putting that moniker on Satanist. It's unfair to the Satanist people. There's probably some nice Satanists that want you to burn in hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> so why why wouldn't we have why wouldn't we have Ku Klux Ku Klux Klan clubs? They do. Why why don't we have Ku Klux at, at, at what schools? Oh, they actually Holly they do. Yeah. At schools? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I need to see that. But, yeah, I need to see I, that. I, I, well, they don't call them that. They call them something else. Uh, but they do have an organization. But you got to have the, the, the law says you, it's okay to have these organizations. Yeah, but you but, know? And, but they're using that law to undermine the uh, the Christians. But to me, yes. in my opinion, yeah, that the school system should be at least a safe space. Anything, Facts. no matter what organization it is, if it is creating a hostile environment, yeah. they're there to learn. You can't learn. Yeah, you can't on. learn. I in a hostile environment and so it should be conducive no matter what it is if it is not creating a safe space so kids can learn then yeah. it, it you should give it a thump it gotta go it has to go somebody need to call in y'all call us and let us know what y'all think because we might be biased because we all think yeah, if, we you talk, you know, we if you were Satanist, feel with the spirit call us yeah. if you were Satanist for real I want to talk no 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 <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. And how you That's know. unfair. You just said call in because we might be biased. You want to hear from everybody. Right? <laughs> yeah. But how you know what else we have to stop doing? We have to What's stop it? saying, well, I don't have a kid there. It, it A community says our kids. I don't have any kids. But when I talk about things that are related to, to children, I say our kids because that's what yeah. a community is. It's our kids. It may not be your daughter, but it could be your granddaughter. It could be your niece. It's somebody's. It's we're a community. We if we lose sight of community, then it's going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. But but again, yeah. but again, when you look at these organizations, we have to really be careful because this is not something that should be snatched uh, to the forefront. We should review it closely because in 1916, the KKK incorporated as a fraternal organization, therefore uh, moving toward not-for-profit status, mm -hmm. right? So we have to be careful because many of these fraternal organizations that qualify under the tax code as not-for-profits, so we just have to be real careful with that conversation. Uh, so, yes, the KKK uh, did come out the gate as a not-for-profit uh, and they, because they recognize themselves as a fraternal organization and their incorporation uh, was in Georgia. The initial incorporation as a fraternal organization came out of Georgia. But the, the fact of the matter is they, they have had these organizations like this for years. Yeah. And it grants them pro um, protections against prosecutions from the um, from the state or any any um, entity that would seek to, you know, put them out of business. Yeah.
Yeah, but you know, and I think about what it because I, 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 I was <laughs> a member. Right there, right there. I, I was a member of, and you probably were too, Damika, uh, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes when I was in NCAA. high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was a part of that. And you know, you didn't think of it as being uh, the same, but really, when you think about it, it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing. When, I mean, it just oh. because it, it's only in the sense uh, that it's a group. Uh, yeah, well, I'm saying, but it's a religious. Just, it's a religious group. It's a religious group, and 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 I'm not believe me. I'm not saying it is right. But, but I'm just saying. But, but I was a part I, of it. But I never thought anything. But that's why about you it. But that's why that's why I made the point of saying anything that creates a hostile environment. Right, right, that right. organization doesn't right. create a hostile environment in the educational right. space. Yeah. But but, but right. again, so you, you got to. So FCA is totally different. Okay, mm-hmm. FCA was totally different. We were living in a time then where it wasn't offensive or it didn't offend anybody for you to be an open Christian. You follow me? Yeah. So in 1954, when Coach McLaren from Eastern Oklahoma University founded FCA, Coach quit his job and later ran the National FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. If you go read the story in his book, it talks about what brought him to this point. Because as a coach, he was trying to bring young people together, and he recognized one of the components that brought them together was sports. Was sports, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to go read the book. It's a great book. It's a great read. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is an organization. The fact is, we are living in a time where anybody can start an organization and get legal status. Yeah, that's the problem, right? And if you allow LGBT groups in middle school. You, you got to allow the satanic club in the middle school because this is where we are. The problem is the system's broken yeah. and the system's broken and it became broken when it was allowed to be infiltrated by people who not only hate God, but hate America. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Some of these are the same people. You yeah. follow me? And so we got to be careful with this. Uh, I think you pull your kids out of a school that even has a club like that. This is why I support so strongly school, school choice, choice, right? Yeah. But, the, it, but, right. The, but the same people that are proponents of this are against school choice. Uh, again, but you got to listen, right? If you got a satanic club in your school, Holly, you know this to be a fact. It's highly likely that school got people in there that will do something tr- tragic. Okay. Mm-hmm. You follow me? You got to understand. If, if, I say they make them give them their own school. If, yeah, satanic high. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Go satanic devils. High. Go devils. Right? You know what I mean? No, for real. Okay. The red devils. Right? <laughs> but my point is this guy, and they probably wouldn't be good athletes. Right? Okay. But the point is this. I, I, but they could put a gun together. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. But, no. But, but the point is, <laughs> really, we got to pay attention to what's happening in our schools. And to get back to what happened in, in Orlando and how those parents were treated mm-hmm. is simply there are people that those parents voted for in Orlando yep. who didn't vote for those parents. Exactly. Because there are people in that church attached to that school who are going to seek the vote of of, of Miss D, Kamisha, okay, and Jason and many of those parents. Soon they're going to seek your vote. Exactly. They're going to come to your house. Regina Hill is going to knock on your door and she's going to want your vote. OK, I don't know about the Deming family. They may be done after this. But somebody out of that church, just like that janky ass pastor who got 900 votes in a congressional election, messed it up. Uh, they're going to knock on your door and they're going to want your vote. I just want those people, those families, the cousins of these young people, 
to look at the system. This is the system we talked to you about. This is not a system that are controlled by other people who made all these decisions. Let me just say this. The people at the school is black. The chief of police is black. <laughs> the state attorney is black. And all them Negroes who sit in St. Mark AME Church who get your vote, what color are they? Let's say it together. Black. Black. (laughs) Huh? So be careful. See, sometimes they push us over there to look at the white man and the oppressive white man whose regime has crushed us forever. I recall many years ago, 2008 might have been when Jerry Dimmings became the first black mayor of Orange County, Florida. And immediately the same year, almost 40 young black men were arrested with the charge of barbering without a license as Orange County went into barbershops in Pine Hills and Richmond Heights. Barbershop braids. Okay. I found it egregious. And I said something about it. But if that would have been a white sheriff, that would have been the previous sheriff, Kevin Berry, who arrests young men. First of all, from, from Key West to Pensacola, only two people have been arrested for barbering without a license in a 60-year period, right? So all these guys, and they found a little something. They found some dope, might have found some gun, but they handcuffed these young men to their chairs while they searched their cars without a warrant. The warrant is to the premises. Then Rick Scott, the governor of the time, fired everybody from the state agency that was involved in barbershop raids, right? It happened the the Saturday before the first day of school, so all these kids were in the barbershop. They went in there in these fatigues, and they raided barbershops with the black sheriff. So I raised my hand, and I say, why would the black sheriff do that to the black people? And then I had to slap myself. That's the way it goes. So when I look at St. Mark Church with all the politicians, I look at the state attorney who saw these documents. I look at the chief of police whose hands probably were tied, not knocking the brother. I think he's a really good dude, good police chief. But his hands were tied because somebody bigger than him was breathing down his neck. The game is to be sold and not told. Let's head over to the phone lines. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Real quick, we got to go to break. Okay, sorry. Um, quick question. If the three of this repetitive question keeps coming up about is this a racist country? Now, if all three of you were running for office and you were asked that question, how would you answer okay, it? Okay, you're going to have to stay with us after this break mm-hmm. because that's what we're coming out of this break with. Man, you must uh, you ain't, you ain't must be a mind reader. She reading your paper. Oh, yeah. Okay, put my paper <laughs> down. Put my paper down. Listen, uh, we're going to answer that question when we come back. But that's a great question, and that is coming out of break. You listen to the Don Mill Show. We'll be back in a moment. My dad served in Vietnam. The 82nd Airborne Division. He never talked about it. And my mom knew not to ask. So dad buried himself in work and self-medicated and would lose his temper sometimes. Loud noises would put him on edge. It got rough. So I finally said to him, Dad, you gotta get help. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern, but help is available. Dad finally went to VA for one-on-one and group therapy and got some really great tools to help him manage things. And I got my dad back. Listen to hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. Okay, men. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? 
You're gonna go grocery shopping. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. No, you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. WFYY HD3 Windermere, WXUS HD3, W266DY Donellan, WZLB Valparaiso, Florida Man Radio. Back to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Ain't nobody worrying when the shots fly high and the sirens start to rain. Ain't nobody worrying when the kids die young and the mothers are suffering. Ain't nobody praying. When they kneel down low, all they're doing is dying to shoot strength. Ain't nobody worried. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Don Miller Show, where we listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Florida Man Radio Network. Listen, give us a call. 321-339-1055 is the number to dial. Or you can leave us an open mic. It's a 30-second open mic that you can find on the Florida Man Radio. And we're back. Don doesn't even have his headsets on. <laughs> <laughs> on. Hey, let, me, let me just say this for real. Let's, uh, let's hurry up to the conversation again. Thank you so much. Coming up 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central Time, the Shannon Burke Radio Show, followed by Jesse Kelly. And in the morning, of course, right here on Florida Man Radio, Bubba the Love Sponge. So caller just called in and asked a question. We want to play this clip from the Nikki Haley clip. Uh, we want to play a Nikki Haley clip. She was asked a question again, and let me just say Marijuana this. is currently... Okay, let, let me just say this, guys, please, about many of these politicians, right, who are afraid to turn off the white vote, okay? L- listen, politicians, white people know the truth. <laughs> let, let me just say this, right? When you hear these politicians who are afraid to turn off the white vote... By saying something, we not only recovered all the jobs. Come on, Stedman! Damn, man! <laughs> man let me just say this, right? I'm getting thrown off. I'm really getting thrown off. Listen to me, guys. It's okay. They are, they are, they are playing to an audience so heavily that they lose sight and step in doo doo. And when I heard Nikki Haley, the first go round, that was ridiculous. Then I hear her again. Listen, these white folk in New Hampshire, ma'am, they're going to vote for you. They're going to vote for you. But at least don't offend the people who might want to give you a shot by totally not even acknowledging that America has had a challenge, guys. Let me just say something. Listen, please stop it. I know the high caste Indian lady uh, may not understand. And I know the high caste Indian guy who ran to a microphone and acknowledged that he didn't even understand it. I get that. I don't expect that from them. I understand from whence they come, right? But for white folk who grew up in America in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s, come on. Come on. The table has never been equal. 
Stop it. Cut it out. And I'm a conservative who absolutely is a conservative. But stop it. Don't 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 pee in my face and tell me it's raining. Not gonna accept it. The fact of the matter is, as soon as a politician can't answer that question, then it's time for them to go. Come on, man. Sorry about that, Demetri. Are we playing the clip now? Yeah, play the clip now. <laughs> ask you about a comment you made earlier this week. You said that America has, quote, never been a racist country. When you look at, you know, the Declaration of Independence, it was that, you know, men are created equal. But what I look at it as is I was a brown girl that grew up in a small rural town. We had plenty of racism that we had to deal with. But my parents never said we lived in a racist country. And I'm so thankful they didn't. Because for every Stop brown her. Stop that. Stop her. You got to answer the question better than that, ma'am. You got to answer the question better than that. And until we get somebody, and I'm going to tell you somebody, I got a clip of Donald Trump answering that question better than all of them. There's a reason why people identify with Donald Trump. Okay, guys, there's a reason. I got a clip of Donald Trump answering that question better than DeSantis, better than Haley, better than Biden. And there's a reason. Look, when you ain't afraid to offend anybody, you right. answer the question the right way, Holly. <laughs> right? I, okay. I, well, first of all, I'm going to say this about her. She she said that her parents never said that because you could pass for white. <laughs> you could pass for white. Nobody. Her name is Nikki Haley. Her name is Shamika Jackson. Or, 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 and, and she looks, she doesn't, she, you can't just look at her and go, hey, she's ethnic. If you can't just see that, she looks like a, a a a Barbie, you know, regular. She looks white. So get out. I I just God bless him, bro. God bless him. Let, let, let me just say this. Go ahead. Demetri. God bless her. Yeah. Go ahead. But you don't have to be black to acknowledge yeah, that okay. this history um, had some challenges. Rich a rich history in treating people based on their race. Uh, inhumane. I, I, I don't know what book you can read and not know. As a matter of fact, Don, I met an older gentleman who worked uh, as a mechanic mm. and worked around a lot of African American people, and had a had opportunity, personal opportunity, to see how black people are treated differently than people that look like him. So I don't think that you have to be black to acknowledge that there are people in this country that are treated differently because their skin looks different. Mm, facts. Mm. That's just the reality. So uh, listen, listen. Is there are people who believe, and, and and I don't know, I'm not one of them, that the more attention to the history of racism is that good for the society today? Not at all. I don't know. Not at all. The more attention that's being brought to the history of racism today, is that good for the society? There's an interesting Pew Research study mm -hmm. uh, from a couple of years ago that say 53% of Americans mm. uh, think that more attention to the history of racism is better for the country. And mm. that's a, a cross-section of people, and that's a Pew 
research uh, study can we, can about we, two years ago. Can we just know history, period? Facts. So, yeah, it, with, without, <laughs> without, without a leaning to me, for me, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm all for understanding history and understanding racism and keeping it um, at the forefront. But at the same time, if we focus on people's feelings and emotions, then really we, we lose sight of moving forward. Because, I agree. Because um, I understand, okay, so oppression is the subjugation of, of people, right? That is That happens across the world. Across but, the world, exactly. exactly. Racism is the feelings of what somebody feels against you. So if somebody feels something different because I'm, I'm, I'm darker skinned, I really don't care. I want to know exactly how I can actually focus um, how we can actually um, interact if we can't interact because you feel some type of way because of my skin color then I'm gonna move to the next person and then I'm gonna I'm try to build up from there but if when it comes down to oh uh, this person feels some type of way or this person is, oh man he's racist against me okay okay cool I got a whole bunch of black people in the back side right here that will make sure that he won't do anything to me okay go ahead but, but there's a thing too that if you if you're in a situation where people's feelings influence policy that's that's and that's yeah. where the problem comes in and, that's and that and that is what has happened throughout this country exactly, is that exactly. people's feelings have influenced exactly. policy so, you heard me Demika? did you hear what i said Demika? i said something about policy exactly and that's a good call i want to speak on that too as well when 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 policy when policy was up for um debate and when we were in in positions of power and we had all these opportunities what do we do we we put people in place that really di- that only sought power you feel right. me? Instead of focusing on our community, right. what do white people do? They put people in power that are going to focus on the white people. So it's, it's the it's policies. More, yeah, the policies. Right. The policies. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it's 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 we. So when did when was we when did we have power? Um, nineteen. When, when, when did we? Um, when we were. I mean, but don't nineteen nothing. Don't nineteen oh, no, nothing. No, no, I, got we, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Because there wasn't no power. It wasn't no we power. We had power in the in the black communities. We've had black leadership. No, 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 no. We no. have always had power in the black community. You know, yeah. Okay. It, the, the fact of the matter is, if you look at every urban city in this country. They're okay. ran by black leaders Baltimore, who have an Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland. Exactly. Go down the list of the urban communities. They've always been led by African Americans and some pretty talented. If you look at Coleman Young and, of course, Maynard Jackson, and you go to Stokes Brothers Daily, in Cleveland, yeah. okay, uh, Harold Washington in Chicago. The point is, right, this is very important. The, I'm not racism. Listen, come on, cut it out. I, I get it. You want You don't want to lose one vote. But if they if they flip on you because the way you answer the racism question is a problem, you don't want that vote anyway. If That's it's the, the truth. Fact. If it's the truth. If it's right? the truth. If it's the truth. My con- this is my concern. The whole talking about Robert E. Lee and those racists. Okay. All right. Wait. Wait. Listen. Taking down statues and changing the name on schools. All right. Okay. Yeah. Right. But nobody is focusing. On the recent races, okay? Right. Nobody is focusing on the recent races. Hashtag, write this down, recent races. Now, let me just say something real important, right? <laughs> Nobody is focusing on the races from our era who, as Holly said, were in power and driven by their emotions, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way they felt about us, Stennis and Byrd and Thurman and Biden, okay? Yeah. Let's be clear. So my concern is if we look away from the racist 35, 45, 50 years ago, 
to take down the statue of a guy that was there a hundred years ago, then we're fooling ourselves. I'm focused on who did the worst, who who hated me because of the skin color thirty years ago, twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, or even today. Yeah. So let's focus. If we're going to have a conversation about races and the history of racism, can we talk about the recent races? Can we uh -huh. talk about the races that sat in Congress recently, yeah. or that sat in the Senate recently? Or have buildings named after them after saying the N-word on the microphone against great leaders like Dr. King. Stennis and all those guys consistently call Dr. King the N-word at microphones across this country. They have buildings named after him. Nobody's saying take Stennis's name off the building or take Robert Byrd's name off the building, who was the grand cyclops of the Knights grand of the KKK, cyclops. guys. Right? Let's say that again. The grand and cyclops. Right. Yeah, and that's mostly because they're unaware of his history. You're, okay. and you're, yeah, that, that's one of, like you say, they didn't go read up on that. But, but, we, but we should have to read up because Maxine, yeah, yeah. Maxine Waters knows his history. All those yeah. black people in Congress, them Democrats, they know his history. They have not ever said, take Robert Byrd's name off a building. But they said, take Robert E. Lee's name off a school and, and take Robert E. Lee's statue down. I get it. But this is why it's all trickery, D'Amica. Listen, there are recent racists who were absolutely against people of color in this country recently. Facts. In my lifetime, Holly's lifetime, Stepman's lifetime. Nobody ever mentions those guys. How the hell, I don't care how you evolve, you were the grand cyclops of the KKK in their federal buildings with your name on it, and ain't nobody raised their hand and say, take his name off that building. So don't bring the racist comment to race. I don't even want to have that conversation. Okay? Yeah, I, I don't want to have it. I struggle. I struggle with the whole conversation because it's country. We are walking in contradiction. Nobody has ever said, take Robert Byrd or well, Stennis. Tell me why I didn't. No, I ain't talking. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but nobody has ever said, take their names off a of building. I watched that ignorant ass congressman from, uh, might have been New York there recently. In the last couple of years, talking about take Robert E. Lee's name off a of building. I say take Robert Byrd's name off a of building. Right. What was the difference between Robert E. Lee and Robert Byrd? A hundred years? <laughs> it was the same mindset, guys. Bet you, bet your money, Holly. Robert Robert Byrd felt by, about the Negro the same way Robert E. Lee felt about the Negro. Correct? Yeah. Well, the, you know what, Don? In in a crazy way, I think that people are more uh, more apt to to like I said about feelings. They feel that Robert E. Lee fought for it. He was ready to kill or die for it. Mm. And the other people are on paper mm. doing the same thing that he was doing, okay. but it's on paper. Okay. And, that, and that's, that's the, and I'm not justifying either or, but I'm just saying that people, some, somebody that was shooting and, and willing to fight for it or die for it or whatever would be more apt to be uh, uh, remembered than somebody that's killing you on paper. And and a, and a lot of those other those other people mm -hmm. were killing you on paper, pill, killing you with policies. That, you know, and my struggle my struggle with the conversation is that we focus on race so much, so that, much. that we Facts. make ra too, race no, no. race becomes an idol. No, no, too much. Yeah, we get way too much. Okay. And because for me, right. if you don't understand that terrible people can come in uh, in any color, yes. and if you get caught, if you're so if you put race so much at the front of the conversation all the time, then the evil that look like you, you miss. Yep. Facts. You,
Can I say that again? Yes, please. please. The evil that looked like you, you miss it. Ooh. Because you put race in the front of the conversation every single time. And that's why, in my opinion, why, why we see our community suffer so much because the evil that looked like us is what's keeping mm-hmm. us where we are. Mm-hmm. That's why I that's why I struggle with the conversation. Because no matter what color you are, if you getting fat on power, mm. you will always hurt the people. If you are getting fat, fat on, on power, power, you will always hurt the people. Go ahead, Holly Well well that and that's always that's always has been that. Because we keep again when we categorize things, if we go in the real category is Good who getting evil. paid. Is is who getting paid. Because a black man, if his if it's a choice, uh, and the major- and I'm not saying all of everybody, but usually if you're starting to get paid green, because that's what we re- that's the real color. Mm. If we go to green and you start getting paid a certain amount of money, your your opinion changes, your feelings change a little bit. You start saying, well, you know what? I feel bad for them people over there that's got dirty water and they can't really drink, but my water clean. <laughs> yeah, my I- water clean. My money good. I'm a, I, I feel for you, but I'm a, I need to protect me having mine. That's why when you look at people like a, you know, a Oprah who built a whole, a whole uh, uh, generation of, of followers as far as white women and, and black women fell into it, she's got billions of dollars. What can one woman do with billions of dollars that she can't help a bunch of people? You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not just picking her. I'm, I'm just picking her out hey, as a, Holly, we an got exam- a example. Take okay. us to the phone lines real quick. Hold hey, your note, Holly. Hey, caller. You're on the Don Miller Show. What's your name and where are you calling from? This is David G. from Winter Springs. Hey, David. Hey, what a great show. What a great show. You guys are doing some great work. Thank you, Dave. Um, Appreciate that, Dave. You know, the ultimate, the ultimate insult to Robert E. Lee is that the union seized his property in uh, in Virginia and turned it into uh, Arlington National Cemetery. Absolutely, mm-hmm. my friend. Absolutely. You know, and I've mm-hmm. always said that if race is first and foremost what you think of, you just might be a racist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, i got to tell you, I didn't vote for Barack Obama, uh, but when I listened to his inaugural address, and I saw Jesse Jackson, who I didn't have much respect for at that time, but he was on the balcony with Dr. King. And that goes mm-hmm. a long way with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you, you know, you, you, thank you, my friend. Let, 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 let him finish. Okay, I mean, when I saw him crying, I said, you know what? This, this president has the ability to put the final nail in the racist coffin. Mm. And within three months, that dream was crushed. Mm. Mm-hmm. He did nothing but divide. And to me, Barack Obama is racist against his own people. Thank you. He did nothing for black people. And he had the, he had the ability when he took office to make it all just be a sordid, sad part of our history. And instead, he took it in the opposite direction. And that pisses me off. Oh, thank you so thank much. You, uh, anyway, thanks for uh, your show. Uh, thank you. Let, let me tell you what, what, what he's saying. Mm-hmm. This is why it's okay to acknowledge the truth. Okay. There are a lot. Look, and I get it. If you're a black person and you don't have white friends, 
And if you're a white person and you don't have black friends, you need to grow. Facts. You need to immediately grow. I agree. But you got to have the friends like me and Holly guy that we talk about race to the core, correct? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's so many people that don't understand how people who don't look like them feel. Mm-hmm. That gentleman was like, dude, this dude had a shot at it. And a lot of people felt that way. The point I make all the time is you got to have these conversations. These are tough conversations to have, but you can't avoid the conversation, which is what I see Nikki Haley and some of these politicians because they don't know who their people are. They are so separated. Ain't no white person outside of a wacko going to get mad at Nikki Haley. If she says, yes, America has had significant racial challenges. Mm-hmm. Ain't no white person going to get mad at, 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 at the governor of Florida if he says, yes, there were two Americas, right? Yeah. Stop it, man. People know the truth, but you're so worried about kissing somebody's ass mm-hmm. for a vote, okay, or for a like that you can't tell the truth. You should not represent anybody, okay? And that's just a fact, right. okay? That, I don't care how you feel about this. If you can sit and look at America in the last 75 years, guys, when our soldiers came home from World War II and they could not work in the factories of America and they had served this country and A. Philip Randolph went to FDR and said, come on, man. And FDR signed an executive order allowing black soldiers mm-hmm. who had served this country to work. When A. Philip Randolph the chairman of the board, the founder of the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters, went to George Meany and said, Mr. Meany, the Negroes want to unionize, but we need help. And George Meany and A. Philip Randolph come together to what we know now as the AFL-CIO, American Federation, Federation of Labor, Congress Industrial Organization. We got to know our history, guys. And the racial conversation is in the deck. You ain't got to use it like we've been using it recently. But it's in the deck, right? Don't, don't abuse it. You follow me? And when you hit that card, be able to hit that card and point to a situation or a circumstance right. that can move it forward. Right. We got to understand. It's in the deck. If, if you, my friend, and you white, and you tell me America ain't a racist country or hadn't been a racist country, I've had significant racial challenges, I really want you to step off. Facts. The right. fact of the matter is it's okay to be straight with your friends. Right. Shout out to my boy, Joe Carroll from Detroit. I love you, buddy. He and his wonderful wife, Amber, they know America as America. Shout out to all of my friends who see America as America. It's okay. And if you got a friend at your Christmas party who ain't going to like you because you say, yeah, there were some challenges, then you be revisit your Christmas right. invitation list. Yeah. Uh, let's check out some open mics. Holly Holliman, Stegman. Lazy. Yeah. What up, my man? Demeeker. You killed it just now, baby girl. That's why your glasses broke down. Go Satan Claw. to the no. Hell to the no. Hopefully, there's some parents out there with kids or kids that's been in church. And they and they got a Jesus is Lord club, you know. Are you allowed to have that? Because you, you you certainly can't say can't say it in the courtroom or you know whatever with the Ten Commandments or any of that stuff. Um, what are we doing Friday? What are we doing? What are we doing? Go ahead. Listen, laugh and learn, crew. Uh, New Hampshire is an open primary, so. 
she's is she's gonna get a bunch of Democrat votes in New Hampshire is what's gonna happen. Absolutely. Which is who she should be running at. She's a she's a she's a Democrat basically. She's a swamp rat, warmongering, uh, power bottom, Lindsey Graham in a skirt. How about wow. Wow. wow Stedman, <laughs> uh, where your boy at, Stedman? He, he was somewhere. He, up in the well, ceiling he somewhere. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's out. No, 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 you said he was in the thick of it. No, yeah, he, yeah, he like, did. You, you he know, tried I, to warn I, us. Look, I, I just want to say we just got to focus, guys. We really got to focus on on the direction of the, the entire conversation. And we got to see politicians who, for who they are. And if you can get to that point where you're asking uh, millions of Americans to give you their vote as a president, you got to do better than that. I'm sorry. They're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And even when I heard uh, Jamie Dimon, the CEO of, of, of J.P. Morgan Chase, come to the microphone and say, hey, guys, 75 million people voted for Donald Trump. Y'all got to chill on calling these people these names. There are 75 million <laughs> of them. And we're talking about a left guy who said, y'all got to chill, man, because calling these people this MAGA and telling they all oh, this, you pump your brakes. Then he hit them. He hit the rest of the points. The issues. In the, okay, the right. issues, right? So we got to, we are seeing a shift. 14 Democrats voted with the Republicans on the yes. wall the other day. We just got, we seeing a shift, but we're also seeing people say, oh, I don't know where this is going. I need to pick a side, and I need to pick a side now. So we headed to break. You listen to the Don Miller Show. Pick a side. When I come back, we turn the corner. We'll be back in a moment. Smiles are powerful. They spread joy, laughter, and hope. But not everyone gets a fair chance at a smile. Every three minutes, a baby is born with a cleft, making it difficult to talk, hear, eat, and even breathe. In America, most children with clefts receive immediate care, but others around the world may never have access to the surgery they need to thrive. Smile Train is changing that. As the world's largest cleft charity, our sustainable model has sponsored more than 1.5 million smiles. We offer training and financial support to local medical professionals so they can provide life-changing surgery and other essential services at no cost to families. It's more than to see these children, to hear the difference that we make. And for me being born with a cleft lip and palate, knowing what they went through is so life-changing for me. Help us change the world one smile at a time. To learn more, visit smiletrain.org slash learn. Hi, I'm E.J. Williams for American Humane. For thousands of years, dogs have been our best friends in our worst times. Today, we're also learning that our best friends, millions of whom are abandoned each year, are often the best medicine when people are facing obstacles. To help both people and animals, Organizations like American Humane have been working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond, finding animals in need of forever homes and training them as life-saving service and therapy dogs to help our veterans, the elderly, and children overcome the daily obstacles of life. In this way, the rescued can become the rescuers. To find out how you can help give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, <laughs> please visit AmericanHumane.org. Okay, man, time to be an all-star caregiver. 
Drive them to physical therapy. Doctors appointments. Be there emotionally and physically. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find care guides at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Back to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. I know. Make me think about home. Welcome back to the Don Miller Show where we listen, laugh, and learn. Give us a call. 321-339-1055 is the number to dial. Just a thought. Don, can I just tell you, can I just be honest? Mm -hmm. I I have a hard time, LP, Mm. because I don't understand um, who's raising these people. I don't understand why nobody wants to take responsibility for their actions. Mm. I don't understand why, especially in the African-American community, not that it's exclusive to us, but especially in the African-American community. I don't understand why we don't want to hold nobody accountable. This is the point. Who is Fannie Willis's friends, right? Because how... Man, man, I feel so... How, y'all? Fannie Willis, you cannot... Give your sexual partner a job that's going to take $600,000 off of the coffers. And he travels with you. You're in a relationship with him when you're going against the top. There's more money up top. So anything, Fanny. Just own it, man. Just own it and move Take on. Maybe you might be able to not really get in that. a jam and- because right now she on the cusp of a jam. Let's go to the phone lines. Hey, you're on the Don Miller Show. What's your name? Where are you joining us from? Mr. Miller, good morning, sir. This hey. is Raul. Hey, Raul. How you doing, man? I'm blessed, brother. I can't complain. Jamika, darling, how are you? Hey. <laughs> good, good. What's going Raul, on? what up, buddy? Hey, man, so I'm going to get straight to the point. Mr. Miller said that he wanted to hear about racism today, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to digress to the past. Columbus. Prime example, he came from Spain under the control of a queen, raped, pillaged, and claimed to have discovered the country that had people on it. Mm. He stands proud in a Spanish fort in Puerto Rico, a statue of this man. How do we praise this man? Second point, currently, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's a cultural oppressor Mm. slash racist as well because the only time you see her talking spanish is when she's going out for a vote or if she is campaigning you know cultural appropriations within ourselves sounds like what you were saying earlier more along the lines on black on black crime for people that are in office and ain't doing nothing for us and my last point is hope it talk hope it talk is a it's just basically one simple thing bro we fall into character. Same way you have a character for Damika, you have a character for Stedman and Holly, you would not cross those lines and say, oh, okay, let me let me carry her like this, or let me carry him like this. Open talk, I mean, you got you to give it to the man. He already knows how to tap into that community because he's black. All it took was a little bit of cadence. People were running to the polls well, to vote uh, for Mr. 
but but you know yeah but but the, the point is uh, thank you so much uh we're gonna yes, head sir. over and take some more calls but but when i look at the fanny willis story we've seen some stories and be like oh man that's terrible this is kind of embarrassing that's my point let's go back to the phone lines hey you on the don miller show yeah, um, so, so this, I think Donald Trump will be the next president. Well, again, president again. What assurance does the American people have that he will leave office peacefully after his term? Because he has the ability to, with a word, to build his own army. So, so that's a little unsettling to me. So do you think he'll leave peacefully or if there could be something in place for him? You said to when he's done? Please? Well, I, mean, yeah, I think he's going to be the next president. But he can't get another term, so I don't know what, well, well, what you the, mean. Well, just under no, but understanding that one of the things that he's he has said was that uh, he's going to look to try to change that. You can only do two terms. So if he's uh, if he's successful with doing that, then he could possibly be president that's again. Not, that's not going to happen. Well, I, it may not, but I'm saying, but it's something that he has, he has said on numerous occasions, and it's a possibility. It is it's definitely a possibility. I seriously doubt it. <laughs> well, it, it, it's a fact. You, but, like, as as, okay, as, uh, as LP lot, says, we, yeah, back, we got a lot. Of, we got another call. Yeah. Let's go back to the phone lines. Hey, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling us from? Steve. Hey, Steve, how you doing? All right. I think yeah, I don't know if you already turned the corner, but I would like to regress to uh, being born abroad mm-hmm. of American parents mm-hmm. and Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And then later on in my dissertation, I did a, a search of uh, what the Dominicans meant by mejorando la raza, mm-hmm. you know, bettering the race. Mm-hmm. And that was that different. There's like seven different skin colors, supposedly something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I grew up with. And uh, it's sort of interesting that when I moved back to the United States, uh, we moved to Albuquerque and I was the only uh, white person in an all-Spanish, well, Chicano school. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt it from that direction. I think, mm-hmm. I think when we just look at people for who they are, not so much for a certain shade of skin, mm-hmm. it, 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 I never, I never. Hello? Think the call. Did we lose I think we dropped the call. The call dropped. Uh, but but when when you he he was just kind of speaking a Dominican Republican, just the, the Dominican the Republic cultural yeah. dynamic. Yeah, but there's a lot of racism there. The way they treat Haitians ain't cool either. But, you know what I mean? Let's but. just kind of have that dialogue at some point. Uh, but but let me just say this, right? I want to get back to the, the Fannie Willis thing. It's I've not seen a person that I don't know that I actually can say, damn. That's embarrassing. And I'm saying this with this sister, man. What are you doing? And to Holly's point, at, at what point, it's like, that. so is, can, are, are there people who get that caught up in the physical situation that they put it all on the line? Or maybe. If really? It, That's a question? Yeah, God. Leo, <laughs> does I just, he, does he know something about you know, her? Uh, no, no, let me just say something. You're just not used to seeing a woman do it. But but let me just say Men something. Men do it all the oh, time. gosh. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's true. You're just not used to uh, seeing a woman do it. You know what's amazing? In a leadership position. But So, so they're going to have a hearing in court, uh, in the courtroom of Judge Scott McAfee. Uh, Judge McAfee is the presiding judge on this case. Mm-hmm. And he's going to look at, he probably already has information about this ongoing relationship between uh, this gentleman and and the prosecutor 
Uh, just for the note, Judge McAfee uh, is, uh, is an interesting guy, to say the least. He's a member of Federalist Society, so you kind of go read about him if you like. Uh, and he was the president of the Republican Club in his college. But let me just say this, guys. Uh, this is pretty blatant to such an extent. Why don't she just step down? I'm thinking she just stepped down. And, you know, because I'm telling you, if the tables were turned on this, we'd be saying step down. You can't do that. Let's go to the phone lines. Hey, you're on the Don Miller Show. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? This is Steve calling back. Hey, Steve. Go ahead real quick. We yeah, got... I'm sorry about the drop call. Yeah. I'm a truck driver. Okay, thank you, man. Thank you for your service. Yeah, um, speaking of the bacon property, I wonder what he said about uh, the difference between Haitians and Dominicans. Yeah, yeah the a uh, Dominican will never cut sugar cane. They always got the right. the Haitians to do it back when I was growing up. Now right. it's all pineapple. Right. It's not subsidized. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, all this, uh, Mickey Haley can't answer a question like that. Uh, something's wrong. Something's rubs me the wrong way about her. That's, she's very explain. dangerous. Anybody Thanks. anybody who lives in a different reality than, than <laughs> you know what I mean? If you, got, if you have your own reality, that's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Very da- a person like that is very dangerous. Her inability to acknowledge it. Yeah. 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 When I was growing up in the 80s and 90s, when I moved to Chicago, mm-hmm. I you know, I could see the racism. Right. Uh, uh, being from another country, I could see. I, I didn't understand why, mm-hmm. but I guess it goes way back. But yeah. nowadays, we need to be able to address that and not be afraid to address our history and say it was wrong. Yeah. And that uh, we need to move forward. And, and that's and that's all that, you got to you know, say. That's actually all you got to say. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve, so much. Again, <clears throat> but it's not a. It don't you have to be deep. That's all you got to say. But to act like, I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. <laughs> uh, what did you talk? I grew up as a brown is, girl in a rural yeah, town. That kind and my of mama very them, My mom and them never said there was no racism. You don't no want racism. them leading you to but the water fountain. I grew up as a brown boy, and one of my conversations was a conversation every young black guy at the time had. The talk. Remember we had the talk, Holly? When they sit you yeah. down and say, look, don't you go over there. <laughs> or yeah, sh- uh, sh- don't talk back to the police. You know, and that's that's no, what you what you're saying, Don. Huh? I I, re- I remember having a conversation. Well, I, I think I told you, Don, this mm-hmm. story. Uh, going to South Carolina to go see my my uncle graduate from college at mm-hmm. South Carolina State, and we were driving up, and there were roads that we knew that we had to be through those areas before it got dark. Sunday. Uh, yeah, my and, my and my my dad and it was we had like three carloads of people that drove up together and you always drove together. You didn't just, it wasn't, you always had to have somebody that could escape right. or whatever. Uh-huh. But I remember walking up to a, to a, uh, a place that was a gas station slash farmer's market and going to the, the water fountain that had cold water. They had the, it was two water fountains. And I remember, like I said, this is my lifetime. I go up to the water fountain just for to get water. I want the cold water. And the, the the white man came out the store like boy whatever, you know. And my granddaddy had that first time my granddaddy ever, only time my granddaddy ever really cussed at me, and he said, "Boy, get your ass in the car." Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at my, I'm like, my granddaddy ain't never said nothing like that to me. But the ride home, watching his face when we were riding home, he didn't say one word about it. But watching him have a tear come out of his eye 
to where he had to go apologize to the man that I that I didn't know no better, blah blah blah. But those are things that were really that really happened we in this. We saw in it, the, in, yeah. We, yeah, we, we lived it, it. So, and, and, it, and then he explained it to me. I'm six he, years old, and I saw it. Yeah, this is what my point is. So to tell me I didn't see what I saw, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, to tell right. me when I went to Mississippi that we couldn't stop. We had to hold our pee, guys. We yeah. couldn't stop till we got to a certain place. Yeah. yeah. Come on, don't tell me. Don't do that. It's to real me. life. And if you it's can't acknowledge that, you don't need to represent nobody, especially on behalf of the United States of America. Gone with that nonsense. Hey, listen, everybody, coming up 3 p.m. Eastern Time, the Shannon Burke Show, followed by Jesse Kelly and in the morning, Bubba Lust Bunch, all right here on the Florida Man Radio Network. So for What are we doing? What are we doing Friday? So thank you, Holly Oliver. Yay, glad Jamaica to be Page. Here. Happy birthday to Stedman, old ass. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Hey, young fella. Peace out. Yeah. Bye-bye, everybody. WFYY HD3 Windermere, WXUS HD3, W266DY Tunnelin. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It is Friday, January 19th, 2024. Here's what's happening today in America. The Uvalde Report, March for Life, Artificial General Intelligence, and Suing Madonna. It's all coming up, and Bill's going to be here with your message of the day. But first, in May of 2022, there was that mass murder at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. 19 students and teachers killed. You remember, of course. Well, the Department of Justice just released their final report on what happened, based on all the data they could find in 260 interviews. At the press conference of the release of the report, the Associate AG said enforcement response was an unimaginable failure and a quote lack of action by adults failed to protect children and their teachers it's a 600 page report 11 officers were at the school just within a few minutes of shots being fired five of them went towards the classroom but retreated after initial shots the report found quote there was a great deal of confusion miscommunication a lack of urgency and a lack of incident command since Columbine, the report says the protocol is to immediately neutralize the subject and, quote, everything else, including officer safety, is subordinate to that objective. Today is the March for Life, a pro-life march across the country. Last year, great celebration with the end of Roe v. Wade, and now a year later, the reality of how difficult the pro-life cause is going to be moving forward is more clear. There are 14 states that have enforced bans on abortion throughout pregnancy. But many states have moved in the opposite direction, like California, which now allows abortion up to 40 weeks. The big March for Life rally is noon Eastern at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. Speaking of life, well, in this case, fake life, the CEO of Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, said he's going to pour a ton of money into massive data centers with the goal of beating his rivals and making the best human-level AI computer systems. The stated goal is to make AI as capable as humans, but obviously... Their goal is to make them even more capable. If you've ever been to a concert that started late, two men bought a ticket to the Madonna concert on December 13th at the Barclays Center. The tickets said the show would start at 8.30. 
And she did not take the stage until 10.45. So they're suing Madonna. Well, they're suing her, they're suing Live Nation and the Barclays Center for, quote, unconscionable, unfair, and or deceptive trade practices for promising that the concert would begin at 8.30, knowing that Madonna would not begin performing at the advertised time. Listen, I appreciate punctuality. I know Bill O'Reilly does as well, but has any concert ever started on time? I'm Mike Slater with the podcast Politics by Faith, the great and always punctual Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next. Our freedoms should never be taken for granted. They must be cherished, protected, and defended. When corporations pander to the